Hey, how you doing? Hi. <laughs> you know, I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. Um, can I just get right into it? Yes, please do. <laughs> uh, so I am in the midst of, um, I mean, I say in the midst, I haven't started actually looking yet, but my brain has decided that we're going to start looking, we, <laughs> we my brain are different you your people. brain. Yeah. Um, going to start looking for a therapist. Good. Um, I haven't been to actual talk it out therapy for kind of a long time. I want to say like six or seven years. Oh, it's wow. been a while. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, but I've been on medication that whole time. So, um, which has been fine. Like I'm, you know, like the chemical side is regulated and good. But when that's not doing the trick. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I just feel kind of bummed out lately and, and, um. It's like that time of year too. Like I feel like this oh, is. for sure. Especially for people that are in the wedding industry. It's like, this is when we're doing all our reflecting on like. Oh, this is I'm not where I want to be, or you know, like I didn't, right. I didn't meet my goal of getting ten thousand followers, or right. whatever. We're like reflecting on all for of this sure. stuff, and maybe like finishing up our editing for like the year. Exactly. Like I just finished, I just delivered my last wedding last week, which felt really good. Um, also because like the bride texted me the same day and was like, "We're obsessed with our photos," oh, which good. is always a good feeling. I know, Sometimes and does not always happen. Yeah. So. Um, so that was great. But yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm, and I'm starting to promote the workshop and kind of trying to figure out what to do with that, trying to figure out what my goals are going to be for next year. Lots of staffing changes are kind of stressing me out. Sure. So good, good stress in some ways and bad stress in others. So. Well, and I think too that like we are seeing a big shift in like how people treat mental health and mm -hmm. that's kind of part of. Shout out, shout out to my favorite murder. Hey, that's like part of our, like the inspiration for starting this thing. Mm -hmm. And I think, I, I think we have to say that like, if you're listening to this and want to like learn how to make $5,000 in your first month of business, <laughs> or you want to learn how to like gain more followers or like track all the, you know, hack all the algorithms on Instagram. We're like, not, we're not doing not, that. That's not here. Um, we're not against it. No, you totally. Should go, you can still listen to us and then listen to other people for other stuff. Yeah, Jenna Kutcher is fucking awesome. She's and, the like, best. But this is kind of more of like the touchy feely side of what yeah. it's like to run a business and also be a human, be a person. <laughs> We're all figuring it out. Um, I have a story to tell you. Yes. Tell me. So it kind of goes along with what you're saying about okay. therapy and all of that. Yeah. But, uh, a few weeks ago I went to Vegas. Um, a lot of my, my family from I Chicago. Saw, yeah. Cause we, you guys went and saw Celine Dion. Celine Dion. Dion. Hey. Yeah. Oh my God. It was amazing. But, um, <laughs> We, uh, me and my cousins were at the outlet mall and I'm not a big shopper and my cousin that I was with isn't really a big shopper. So, and we both are terrible at shopping. Like we get super distracted and can't stay focused, all that. So that also could mean you're good at shopping. <laughs> that's true. I'm good at not spending money. Okay. That's good. No, that's good. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we, I was with my cousins, and we, like, kind of broke up, broke off with them, and we're like, hey, we're going to go try to find an outfit for the Celine Dion concert. Like, we'll meet back up with you guys later. So we're walking, and we're about to go into True Religion, and my cousin Eileen sees this kiosk and is like, oh, hold on, I want to stop here. And it had, like, you know crystals and chakra it has like all you know it has chakras it had all the, they like, just sell you chakras <laughs> all of that so it's like it was one of those like kind yeah. of spiritual like sort of uh kiosks and so she she was really into that stuff so and like i don't really know anything about it obviously because sure. <laughs> you thought you could buy some chakras exactly I, they don't sell that listen like, 
I don't know that much about it either. I just know it was shocker. That's, that's all I got, really. Anyway. Um, so... We stop there, and uh, the girl's super friendly. She's mm-hmm. pretty young, um, and she's like, hey, like, do you guys need any help? And we're both in a position where we're like, this lady's going to sell us stuff, so we're not talking to her. Totally. Like, I'm no. in that position all the yeah. time. So we're, <laughs> she just wanted to look around, so Eileen was like looking, oh, I want this big, giant $12,000 amethyst. Like, we're just like joking around. <laughs> right. And the girl goes, um, do you guys want me to do a reading for you? And we're like, no, we're good. Thanks, yeah. though. Like, yeah. we're very, like, standoffish with yeah. her. Um, and she was, and my cousin Eileen was like, well, how much is it? Like, what are you trying to get out of me? And right. she's like, it's free, but you can tip me if you want. And she was pretty, like, authentic. Like, you know you can tell. Sure. Like, she wasn't being super schmucky about it. So Eileen was like, I don't know, maybe. Like, we're going to look around a little bit first. So right. uh, she looks at me and she goes... I really want to talk to you, though. And I was like... Oh, the girl at the... Yeah. The girl... Oh. Yeah, yeah. She was like, I really want to do a reading on you, though. And I, like, was instantly like, nope, 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 you're... This is your sell. This is how you sell people. Like, I'm not... I'm not here for it. So, Which is funny, because my reaction to that is like, ooh, you've got an energy that she's picking okay. up on. So... <laughs> so, we're looking around, and, like, finally, Eileen is like, fine, whatever, do your Let's reading do then. Yeah. Let's do it. So she, you know, puts the bowl on your dominant hand and does. Did little... she do Eileen's first? Yeah. Okay. So she did the little vibration thing, and it, like started just saying all this stuff to Eileen that was like one hundred percent accurate. Like everything that she said, and not was... like vague stuff. That no, might, might no. Or might it was yeah. very much like, and it was super like it was. You could tell that like Eileen was like kind of weirded out by it too. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, fine, I'll get it. I'll do it. I'll do this reading thing, whatever. Still, still skeptical. But yeah, okay. still skeptical. But you can like, try it since yeah. you want it so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, whatever. It doesn't. It like doesn't cost anything, and I'm gonna sure. try something. You all be open minded, whatever. Um, and I don't really usually believe in stuff like this. Like I don't believe in psychics. I don't really believe in any like higher power. But after this, I'm like maybe I don't know. <laughs> so I do a little reading thing, and she tells me. Uh, your aura used to be yellow, and now it's blue. And that's not normal. Like, she's like, that... I mean, so what does that mean? Well, so she... First of all, she was like, so, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's not like one color is better than the other, or that things are, like, wrong with you. It's that... That just usually doesn't happen. Like, sometimes people will have a color... Their, their aura is, like, this color, and it maybe, like, is a lighter shade or a darker shade, but yours straight up just changed colors. Total color change. So she was like, you know, what happened to you in the last 10 years? Like, and she told me something. She was like, something happened to you where you were forced to grow up before you were ready. And, yeah, it was like... She was like, you were I raised forced- an eyebrow just now for those of you who yeah. can see your faces. <laughs> I was like, like, oh, really? <laughs> she was like, you uh, were put through a lot of situations that made you like feel like you like you had to grow up really mm-hmm. fast um, before you were ready. And you kind of went out into the world not a whole person yet. And you're kind of feeling the ramifications of that now. And like straight up. This Did you like- start to cry? Because okay. <laughs> so I'm like near tears of this yeah place. like I and and this is like, right off the bat right like this is yeah the like, first thing she says to you just like and she's just like I'm saying I'm not saying these things to insult you I'm not saying like this is just how sure. it is she was very much like a straight shooter kind of person mm-hmm. um and these are literally like seriously this was what my therapist had just told me like my wow. therapist had literally just told me that exactly yeah that like I've just been having to deal with a lot of stuff before I've been ready to mm-hmm. and 
that's like now my focus needs to be like, how do I get myself whole? Because I was never. And so for people listening that don't know me, um, I had my first kid at, I think I was, I had just turned, no, no, no. I was almost 21 when Malachi was born. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was not in a good place. I was. And if that's not something <laughs> to push you into something before you're ready. Is, for sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was working at Hot Chug on a Stick. I didn't have any relationship with my family. I was completely cut off from them. I was drinking all the time. I was partying like crazy. Like, I was definitely not ready or not mm-hmm. in a place. So, you know, I, basically since then I've just been doing my best. And my son is nine years old. So, like, the time... Well, she's was an saying, amazing kid. She's, oh, yeah. She's a really good mom. Even <laughs> if she's not whole, she's doing it really, real well. Hey, I try. <laughs> um, but so uh, she's saying all this stuff to me. And I'm, like, near tears, like... And then she gives me this little book and like, and I did not buy anything or I bought one little thing, but Eileen was dropping money. like (laughs) Making it rain. And like Eileen even told her like how much money she's spent on crystals and gems and stuff in the past. So like if you're a salesperson, like you're going to go with that person, right? She didn't really try to sell anything to Eileen. And then she gave me this little book and she was like, this is like my meditation prayer book and like you can fill out, fill it out as much as you want, but I want you to put like three dreams or three like goals that you have and I will pray for you. Like I'll meditate for you and like, and I was like, how much does it cost? And she was like, nothing. Like Like it's just her book and she's just going to take it with her. She was just like, I just want, I can tell that you are struggling right now. And so I'm like, so... Totally emotional. Yeah. Eileen uh, gets a call from my cousins because they're in the mall like, where are you guys? You guys left yeah. like an hour ago. Did you find an outfit? For We did not find any outfits. <laughs> Never made it to true religion. So Eileen walks away and uh, it takes a call because like she doesn't want to disturb the moment that we're having. Sure. And she didn't tell me this until after and I did not notice. But when she looked over at the kiosk, uh, <laughs> the sign above it said depression, anxiety, and addicts. Oh and we God. had been sitting there for like 45 minutes in the middle of this mall where like tons of people are walking by us and tons of people are seeing. So that was kind of embarrassing, but eh. it also like, that's kind of the person that I've always been where I'm like, I don't really care if like my stuff is just out there for people to see because mm-hmm. I feel like we all have issues. We all have oh struggles. God. Yeah. And I don't know. I find the times that I have like the worst time at all or like the it's when I feel super isolated when I feel like no one else is going through what I'm going through or whatever and so I guess that kind of can lead us into talking about you know authenticity on social media and how it's really complicated you know you don't always want to be putting out every single thing that you're going through because yeah maybe like people aren't gonna respond to that well but like, how do you actually, like, and I'm, I do kind of have a little bit of, like, a following. I've gained some traction being super open about mental illness and yeah. all of that on social media. But I also have a lot of things that I have not talked about on social media and that I probably won't talk about for a very long time because it's still too fresh or too new or whatever. So, right. you know, I, like, and I think that a lot of people try to do you know, at like, like some kind of authentic thing where it's like if you're having a hard day or if you're, you know, right. whatever. But when you're on Instagram, most of the things that you're seeing, kind even when it is still like, 
oh, I'm going to be honest about things that I'm going through. I like, and I know this for me, I always feel like there has to be some kind of positive thing at the end of it. So it's like, that makes it really, really hard when you're going through it. Like when you're in the thick of this depression or anxiety or, you know, really difficult client situation or whatever, Mm -hmm. when you're in the thick of it, like you can't share it because it's too raw (laughs) and you're like and if you can't put a positive uh spin on it at the end then even if you're somebody who doesn't care about what other people think you're still worried about at least for me this is how I feel if I'm honest about struggles that I'm having or whatever I don't want my clients to get nervous that like something's so wrong with me that I'm gonna screw up their experience or with me um because when you are a business owner and that's what you're representing on social media, you do have to censor that a little bit. And there's this fine line between mm-hmm. being authentic and being appropriate. Yeah. And that is my personal struggle with social media. Totally. And I don't like just posting a photo of a bride and groom and being like, yay, they got married. <laughs> exactly. I'm so happy for them. Right. Like, that gets old really fast, and there's nothing interesting about that. Doesn't set you apart from no. anybody at all. Yeah, it's boring. So, exactly. You know, so I want to be authentic and either like tell a story about the day, or even you know talk about something I'm going through that maybe has nothing to do with the photo. Sure. I'm posting a beautiful photo to go with my grid, um, but yeah. um, but I'm like, oh, it's <coughs> you know, this is what I'm going through today, or I had a hard day because, or whatever. So one hundred percent. Anyway. And that's, like, I totally feel that because I do feel like, especially this year, I've had a hell of a year. Mm-hmm. Last year was pretty terrible, too, but this year in particular was really, really hard. Yeah. Um, it's but, funny because you and I have both had a hard year in totally different ways. Oh, yeah. Completely different yeah. ways. And it's like, I haven't really talked about the things that I've been going through this year, and I haven't yeah. really, like, but... I don't know. I wish that I knew who said this because I would like to give them credit because this is not my idea, but this has been kind of like the mantra that I repeat to myself is you share your scars, not your wounds. Right now, Mm -hmm. I have these like fucking open wounds. wounds. (laughs) Yeah, these wide open wounds. You're still bleeding and nobody likes that. Exactly. And like, no, yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to see. And, And it's... One of those things too, where write that down. You like, share your yes. you share your scars, share your not scars, your not your wounds. And like I said, I did not come up with that. I right. wish I. Could no, I'm gonna that. quote you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it was some podcast that I listened to, but that I felt like was a really good rule of thumb. Like I, uh, you know, I, me and my family. I come from a pretty dysfunctional family. Who doesn't, though? What? Everybody does. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> Everyone kind of does. But, uh, like, my dad is mentally ill, and I've talked a lot about that on my... Like, I I've t- I went through my live journal, my old live journal posts, and I used oh, to talk damn. about it all the time in there. Yeah. And really, it's because, like, I'm kind of over it. Like, I've yeah. moved on. Yeah. It's not something that holds me back anymore. It's not really something that I still feel traumatized by. Like, but... Right. You know, the stuff that I go through with my kids or the, like, hard time that I've had with my own mental health this year, like, mm-hmm. that is not something, like, I don't feel like it's appropriate. And so that's, you know, for some people, they do feel like that is appropriate. Some people want to be extra super authentic, and I think that's fine. You know, that's totally yeah. okay, but you make the rules of what you want to be open about. And exactly. it doesn't have to be this whole, like... This is my mental health struggle. It doesn't yeah, have to it be doesn't like have to be scandalous or no. extra yeah. or dramatic necessarily. But it like, just, who are you? 
Who are you? What shaped you? What right. like how did you become the person that you are today? That's what I want to see. I love here, even if it's stuff like I used to listen to this shitty band in high school. <laughs> did anybody out like stuff like that is authentic? Well, and the stuff I've I've tried to be po- tried to post on Instagram stories this week and again. I saw that struggle between the grid the photos and the feed versus stories. Sure. I feel like I can be more candid in stories because yeah. it's temporary and it doesn't affect like the aesthetic of <laughs> Because You're honestly, yeah, Instagram yeah, yeah. is sort of like a homepage now totally. for a lot of businesses. Oh, yeah. I don't right? remember the last time I updated my website. So, I should. God, I'm working on that right now, actually. I'm like, ooh, end of year. Let me like do everything. Pick some new pick yeah. photos from this past year and update. But, um, but like with Insta stories this past year, I've posted like, I want to stay home and not see people. And then yes. like, Sarah and I were texting last night, and I we were going to go to the Dart DJ party tonight, and both of us were like, nope, Man. that takes too much energy. I even told her, I'm like, I'm already in LA because I'm going to see Alyssa, so I oh. could just pop over to Hollywood, and I'm still not going to go. Really? <laughs> oh my gosh. But I get it. Because, like, yeah, I just, and... Well, and you just moved, right? Like, right. you just moved into a new house yes. with your boyfriend, and... And that's kind of... <laughs> Uh, boyfriend is amazing. It's just, it's moving that's real rough. Um, and as anyone who has moved knows, and, um... I'm still, I have, like, do you want to look at my garage right now? I still have so many things that are not unpacked. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It takes forever. Well, and I, we are actually pretty, well, I'm pretty well unpacked. Jeremy still has some, some stuff to put away and some ways to go, but that's also okay. You know, he's got to settle in at his own pace, and he works... Uh, you know, a nine-to-fiver, yeah, so I can't, whereas job. when we moved, I took a whole week, like, basically sure. off of work and just totally. unpacked and, like, got the house ready. Um, anyway, but yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, so I posted the conversation I had with Sarah, and I was like, like, you know, yeah, when we, your friends understand you and you both don't want to go outside. <laughs> yeah, and, like, even that, because I do feel like there is this thing in our industry in particular, where it's like, we do want to make, like, we're fun, and we party, and we go and do cool things, and we're exciting, and trendsetters, but I love my bed. <laughs> oh my God, I love, I'm such a homebody, I, and honestly, yeah. I always have been. I, as a teenager, would look at my mom and be like, I don't want to go, I don't feel like it, yeah. and like, she'd be like, well, are you going to be sad if you don't go, which is, I mean, 20 years later, I'm still playing that game with sure. myself, where I'm like, okay, how bummed am I going to be if I'm not there? And then I see pictures of people who are there or whatever. You get the FOMO. You get the FOMO. So usually what that means is if I don't want to go badly enough, but I know I might have some FOMO, fear of missing out, I just don't go on social media for 24 hours so that I don't have to see it. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And then it's like it didn't happen because I wasn't there, so it didn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) That's how big a deal I am, y'all. Like (laughs) Nobody had a good time because I wasn't there. Yep. So True story. (laughs) Listen. (laughs) Um, And as somebody that, like, never goes out because I have crippling social anxiety lately, which I have, like, I have been pretty open about that on social Mm -hmm. media because... I don't feel like, like, that's not something that I'm insecure about. I think that's a really common thing that a lot of people have. And, and just, like, mental health in general, it's becoming yeah. something that people are more comfortable talking about. And it's, like, I feel like when you are honest with yourself about that, like, that's helping me tackle it more. Because I'm a total extrovert. And mm-hmm. it's really weird that I'm, like, not wanting to hang out with my friends all the time and not wanting to, like, go out. I also think, though, that, and I have kind of shared a little bit about this on social media, but uh, when I first moved out to L.A., I got a little crazy. Like, I was super stoked about being really close to some of my good friends that I haven't lived near since 
we were in high school or right. like since like post high school mm-hmm. and I got really excited and I was drinking a little too much mm-hmm. so I had it's good that I had to like kind of take a in. little step back and kind of change my relationship with alcohol and <laughs> things I like to do to have a good time but mm-hmm. you know those are those are all things that I think a lot of people can relate to and I think there is a lot of pressure because like for me like I'm a mom for you, you are a, like, as terms of, like, businesses, we are pretty different. And I think right. that you... Other than being wedding photographers. Yes, but, like... Everything after that is different. <laughs> you work with some really, really, like, crazy, legit people, places. Like, and I feel like your brand as a whole, it is hard. It must be hard for you, right? To be, like, able to be open on social media about things because it's, like... Are you going to book the wedding at the Four Seasons if this, like, super fancy couple maybe that, like, comes from places that they don't really talk about? So, like, mental health stuff, like, that's the kind of thing that freaks me out. And you're right. Like, I don't, there are things that I don't feel comfortable sharing on social media because before I post anything, I think about who my followers are. Yeah. They're other professionals, and they are my clients sure. or prospective clients, and I just have to think about like, okay, yes, I want to be authentic, but do I also want to share things that make me feel vulnerable? Um, in some cases, yes. In other cases, maybe not the best thing for my business. Totally. And it's okay. Even when we were talking about doing this podcast, you were like, hey, this is what I'm thinking for it. But if you feel like that's not on point with your brand, I'm like, here's the thing. It's not, but I also don't care because this doesn't have to be about my business and my brand. It can just be about me as a person, as a business owner. And those things, there's a fine line, yes, but they are separate. And it's it's hard to be like, this is who I am as a person versus my business because they are so intertwined in so many ways. I remember you walked into my last apartment and you were like, oh, this is such an Anna Dolores apartment. (laughs) Because, you know, in so many ways, our brands are a reflection of who we are, what we like as people in terms of our personalities. And then, but that's the thing is it also can be like, well, what sets you apart then? And that's like the question that I've been trying to ask myself a lot. And I feel like you've done a really good job at setting yourself apart. Like, I'm not saying that you don't, but I got to say I did it sort of on accident. Like, and and I figured it out and I can articulate it now, but like that's, that's a struggle I think for everybody for at least a little while. And so like for me, I am a little bit more open about things than you are, but I've found that it, it, like how it works for my brand. Like I've actually, I literally have a couple that booked me, their wedding is in a couple weeks Mm -hmm. and like she booked me because I was open about cannabis usage. I was open Mm -hmm. about, you know, my anxiety and she could relate to me so much. She said, like, I feel like I've been looking for photographers forever and like, and that's not like a me like humble bragging, but it's just kind of showing that you don't know what clients are looking for and like. You don't always know that sure. this thing is going to set you or this thing is going to make it so this person doesn't book you. Yeah, but it also might make this other person book you right. because you're setting yourself apart. And exactly. So Especially in our field because weddings in general are a very personal thing for clients. And photography specifically in that larger wedding industry sure. is very, very personal and requires our couples to be vulnerable so that we can really see them on their wedding Uh day and make beautiful portraits of them. So for us to start that vulnerability, uh, 
kind of pattern. Just, yeah. It encourages them, and they're going to automatically, like, that couple is going to be so comfortable with you sure. right off the bat. There's mm-hmm. not even going to be the same warm-up period that there is with some other couples. Yeah. And I, I do feel like with my style of wedding photography, I do try, I do a lot of really intimate weddings. Yeah. I do a lot of really quiet, like, so this is something that, yeah, I'm getting all up in there. I'm getting all close, up close and personal, and we are going to have these minutes where I'm not even saying anything, and you guys are just talking to each other. So right. that's kind of a thing that, like, it is good to have somebody who maybe is pretty open, because then it's mm-hmm. letting that person, like, letting your couple be more open and vulnerable with yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I agree. So I think that I want to take a coffee break. Okay. So we'll be right back. Okay. Mm. All right, so... Um, Coffee break turned into McDonald's break. Yes. So, the, not that you guys know how long we were gone or anything. But. Yeah, I guess... Oh, yeah, I guess I didn't have it planned. <laughs> <laughs> we make you guys listen to us eat. That's not very nice. <laughs> okay, so um, I was... We were both thinking that a good way to kind of just, like, ease your way into being authentic on social media, and this is, like, a really simple exercise that you can do that isn't super revealing. You're not going to be like putting out your deepest, darkest secrets or, you know, doing something so vulnerable that it's like going to make you look bad or have these weird anxieties about it. But we were thinking it would be fun. I want to know, like, or we want to know what were you like in high school? So I want you, everybody who listens to this and gives a shit, whatever you, like, I want you guys to make a post. (laughs) You don't have to make, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. No, but, uh, like it can be a picture of yourself. It can be, you know, whatever. Uh, but I want to know, like, you tell your audience who, like, what were you like in high school? Were you like a nerd? Were you part of the cool kids? Were you an athlete? I was a nobody. Like, I basically, I was just a ghost. Like, I don't really think that anyone even knew I existed until, you know, like my senior year because I was in choir. But I was not a cool person. I was not a hot girl. I was not so much of like a loser nerd person that like didn't feel like they fit in at all. But I was just kind of didn't really do anything. And I ditched a lot. I was like one of those kids where, yeah. So like, so you still have some kind of identity in that capacity and you were the kid who ditched. Yeah, um, exactly. I was in marching band. <laughs> so there's that. I love it. And it's great because everybody in my life now who didn't know me in high school is uh, surprised by that. They're what like, wait, what? Yeah, what did you play? I was a drummer. Really? I was in drumline. That's what my little sister is. Like, yeah, my, well, my little I sister... swear we've talked about this, because your sister's in Pit, or she was in Pit. Oh, I don't even know what that means. Oh, yeah, it means she plays <laughs> the keys, like the, the xylophone and oh, the... Oh, yeah, 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 okay. And then, um, so that's usually where you start. That's where I was freshman year. Sophomore year, I was on bass drum. Uh, junior year, I was on tenor drums. Oh, my God. And senior year, I was on snare drum. That is so cool. Yeah. And that's I was in really... the best shape of my life because <laughs> marching. That shit's heavy, huh? Shit, that's heavy. And we were marching, like, two hours every day after some marching. It sounds so stupid. But, like, we were just moving yeah. around on the football field, like, practicing and stuff. Oh, my so. God, that's so cool. I yeah. was in marching band from fourth to sixth grade, like, elementary school. Yeah. So it was only for, like, a little yeah, short I started in sixth grade. But I played the flute, and I remember we did a Christmas parade, and I just remember like because I grew up in the desert so when it was winter it was fucking cold and we weren't allowed to have gloves because it affects the plane so I remember just like curling up in a little ball just like telling stories to myself about how I'm gonna like call CPS and how I was gonna get all my teachers arrested (laughs) for making us do (laughs) so that's my experience that's amazing (laughs) yeah no I um I'm pretty sure that my back problems to this day come from oh sure 
in high school, I remember going to the doctor with my mom and like, I don't remember all the details super accurately, but it was along the lines of like, my back is hurting. And my doctor was like, cool, stop carrying drums around. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, well, that's not going to happen. Because, like, that's... you're, like, short, too. So it's, like, mm-hmm. you, you're it's like you're probably carrying oh, all I know. of that. I, and now I do that with my stress. Yeah. It's always right up here on my shoulders. Huh. Interesting. Um, and, like, it, but, I mean, that would be, like, if I went to a doctor now and they're like, well, stop taking pictures. Yeah, stop like, carrying uh, around. That's not going to happen two, at all. like, 20-pound cameras or whatever. Nope, so. that's part of what I do and I like it. So Well, it. so that's who we were. And, again, it's not, And like, we should post on Instagram about that. So yeah, that we're doing our own homework. Act, yeah. I'll totally, do totally. That. Oh yeah, and so yeah, we want to hear. So tag us. Let us know who you are, and just remember, like people want to see, people want to see you. So uh, yeah. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs>